Angie, and I want to welcome you to our podcast. We are the Faith Lift Sisters, four women who love Jesus and who have committed to spending time together studying the Bible and growing in friendship with each other. We love being together, and we hope that you will enjoy your time with us. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is when you're listening. We're the Faith Lift Sisters, and we're walking through the Jesse Tree. Today is day 11, um, and we're calling this the red rope. The object, um, like the visual that we would be using today, would be a rope, a red rope um, with hands on it. And the scripture for today is Joshua 2.18. You must leave the scarlet rope hanging from the window. But Terry's going to give us a little more context for that. Um, Terry, you want us to jump in and and, um, read a little bit of that for us? I'm going to start Joshua 2, verses 17 through 21 out of the NIV. The men said to her, This oath you made us swear will not be binding on us unless when we enter the land you have tied this scarlet cord in the window through which you let us down, and unless you have brought your father, mother, brothers, and all your family into your house. If anyone goes outside your house into the street, his blood will be on his own head. We will not be responsible. As for anyone who is in the house with you, his blood will be on our head if a hand is laid on him. But if you tell... Excuse me, but if you tell what we are doing, we will be released from the oath you made us swear. Agreed, she replied, let it be as you say. So she sent them away and they departed, and she tied the scarlet cord in the window. Okay, so let's backtrack and get some context here because this is, um, this is a, this is kind of hard to tie into Christmas a little bit. Except that the rope often, a lot of times, as you go through scripture, can be this signify the blood of Jesus. Mm -hmm. That scarlet thread. Mm -hmm. Yep. That weaves us all through. All through the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get some context here Mm -hmm. as to what's going on. So they're getting ready to enter the promised land. Right. Right. And um, take the city, Jericho. They've got to take the city, Jericho. So it's a pretty fortified city. they send some spies out, they scout the land, and they meet a prostitute named Rahab. And she actually helps the spies, she hides them. And so where that red cord comes in is when the spies are ready to leave and go back to the Israelites and tell them what's going on in Jericho, um, after their reconnaissance mission, they tell her to tie this red cord and hang it out her window so that everyone will know that she was the one who helped them. So pretty awesome thing. I thought about how um, God had the Israelites put the blood of the lamb on their doorposts um, when they left Egypt. And so I thought that was another beautiful picture of how God uses the blood or something signifying Mm -hmm. the blood of Jesus to bring protection um, so that the danger will pass over. Mm. And, and exactly, everyone in, in the house was saved. Her mm-hmm. whole family was saved. Right. Yeah. But um, if somebody left the house, that was on them. Then they weren't mm-hmm. covered. Yeah. So when they were coming to take Jericho, when the soldiers and the warriors were coming to take Jericho, they would look for that red cord hanging mm-hmm. out the window, and they would know that that is a safe zone. Right. And they would avoid that area. Those people would be protected. Mm-hmm. Actually, weren't they supposed to kill everyone in the city? Um, or capture them? I don't know. Well, it was a pretty big bloodbath, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Because remember, in this story, the Israelites march around the city. Yeah. You know, God is determined that they're going to see him at work in taking this city. And so he has them march around the city, blowing trumpets for seven days. Um, with the Ark of the Covenant. With the Ark of the Covenant yes. in the, at the head of the procession. Yes. And it's not and six, just all day long. You go around it one once. time a day. A day. Yeah, for six and blow days. The trumpet. For six days. Yeah. Yep. And then and blow then the trumpet. Blow the trumpet yep. and whoosh, the walls come down. And I saw something on TV. Did you see? The, you're shaking your head. I don't know if anyone else saw it. It was really awesome. And it was a, um, what did they call it? It was a, a mock-up of the city of um, Jericho. And they had it in a glass or whatever to see if this would really work. Would, why would this work? Mm-hmm. And they did it. And with the sound, the, the force and the... Um, Vibration. All mm-hmm. that... Um, trumpets all being blown all at once as loud as they could that's what made those walls fall it's like when you see someone hit a high note and the glass breaks kind of the same Mm -hmm. idea so yeah very cool very cool my son listens to this DJ I don't know if he's I don't know that he follows him but the roof came down in a concert with this DJ so they have someone go a month ahead of time to secure all the screws Mm. everything in any of their concert venues so that it doesn't crash down yeah wow Wow. Sounds pretty powerful. But it sounds kind of goofy. You know, march around the city yeah, blow your once trumpet. a day and blow your trumpet. <laughs> you know? I, can, I can see being in the city going, oh, this is the plan. <laughs> I think we can do this. Everybody? I can imagine them on the walls mm-hmm. and just, oh. you know, making fun of them. And, oh, what is wrong with you people? Is this how you're going to fight us with trumpets? Right. <laughs> you know, what else here? What else you got? Come on. It's kind of interesting that after seven days, nobody ventured out of the city. Right. Right. <laughs> so they weren't brave enough to come out, but I'm sure that they did mock them from mm-hmm. inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So here's a question. The wall falls, right? And I know the way the wall, f- the way the wall fell is it created ramps so they could go mm-hmm. up. It, it became rubble. It didn't just fall over one area. It mm-hmm. just kind of became rubble so that they could approach and come in. Rahab was on the city wall, wasn't she? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. she was. The red cord was on the wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, it didn't fall. I, I think they went in and got them out like at the last minute. That's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. No? no I Did you guys think, think so. it was after, after the, the walls fell? They went and got her out and their family? That's a good question, Terry. Um, I mean, I always pictured it during the battle. They kind of went and got her, and you know, she was safe with her family. But I didn't think before the battle. <clears throat> so I think after going through Nehemiah and thinking about the structure of the walls and how they were built, I think that some of the living spaces were probably fortified heavier than than just the regular portion than just of the, the wall. regular portion of the wall, and so maybe. When and this is just me speculating, but it's not like they went, okay, the walls are falling over, everything tilts and goes. Like you said, it was the rubble. So when you have those places that are are built a little bit differently, I think about earthquake buildings. Mm -hmm. Miss California. Yes. So think about earthquake buildings, and when you you build your buildings 
differently when they're going to be used for different purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe those living areas of the wall were built structurally a little bit different and would not have been as prone to the rubble crumble. Mm-hmm. Or God could have just protected that specific area. I just went ahead and read in um, chapter 6, mm-hmm. and it does say that the two spies that had gone in at first went in after uh, the walls fell and got, and them, got out. them out. So <coughs> I was, right. And it may not have been a full and complete collapse of the walls. You know, there, there may have been parts that Maybe. were still standing. I imagine, I like, you know how they implode buildings? Yeah. Just like it just goes... Down, yeah. done. Well, and then they burned the city afterwards too. Right. Mm-hmm. So whatever was left wasn't left wasn't anymore. Wasn't left anymore. <laughs> I just yeah. and the reason I was like thinking that was that the hand of God was truly on this because the whole wall falls mm-hmm. except Rahab, mm-hmm. except that red scarlet cord, mm-hmm. which Possibly. saved them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I just was seeing the hand of God in like. It wasn't random. It, it's like he he had his hand over that. He protected him. Well, and then the the icing on the cake is that Rahab ends up in the line of Jesus. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Yep. Yeah. So you know, there's hope for everyone. For everyone. Everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whoever comes to the Lord and um, gives their life to Him, all anyone who will can come. Mm-hmm. No matter your history. Yeah. That's right. No matter your occupation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, yeah, she's a great example of mm-hmm. that and how God will use you right where you are. And she wanted to become a part of the Jewish nation. Yep. She was not part of the Jewish nation when this started. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. That's, so cool. that's a great way to, that's a great thought to have as we're kind of plotting through. Mm-hmm. Um, when it feels like things are heavy at Christmas and we're caught up in the busy and we feel like we're um, less than, mm. um, yes, right. as sometimes we do, um, we're not. So a fun test if you're going to a party, you're feeling like you're not good enough, you feel like you don't have it all or whatever, just say, okay, God, this is on you. Now we're going to have fun. And take God to your parties. <laughs> and just watch what he does. Mm-hmm. Yes. He'll give you somebody to talk to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he will. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thanks for listening today. Um, we hope you have a great day. Mm-hmm.